This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey guys, here's a message from one of our partners, SpiderVPN. As we all know, browsing the internet can be full of hidden dangers and snoopers, but you can easily protect yourself and at the same time get access to all your favorite websites and streams by using SpiderVPN. They have some amazing offers right now and I've come highly recommended. Check them out at spidervpn.org and uh, get yourself some great offers now. And don't forget to mention Dazzling Dave or Always Wolves to get yourself a real nice discount. That's spidervpn.org. Good evening. Good evening to everyone. Uh, Whether you're watching this live on YouTube or you're watching it back on Catch Up or whether you're catching up with it over on the Always Wolves Squadcast podcast and it's today's game it's Wolves nil Tottenham Hotspur one but that doesn't tell the whole story does it Amy? Absolutely not I am um, I said after the game if you'd like seen the performance and known there'd been a goal in the first 10 minutes but didn't know the final score like who the final score was to winning you'd have said Wolves would have won that game like I, I honestly just I don't know how how we lost it Spurs <laughs> Just battling out, like it's just the same like continued saga at the moment. I just cannot score. I cannot score for whatever reason. It was. Uh, it's certainly exciting to watch, though, in terms of like. Um, obviously, it was at Leicester away. You were at Celta Vigo, I think, uh, the pre-season, yeah. and um, I worked out. I don't know how many shots we had at Celta Vigo, especially in that second half. But in the the last two Premier League games against Leicester who've won the FA Cup, the Community Shield, and finished fifth. And then Tottenham, obviously, um, who are seventh and beat City last weekend. We've had 42 shots, 4-2, plus the Celta Vigo, and not scored. It's unbelievable. It's, um, I'm not going to say it. It's not time to be concerned yet. Um, however, I it, it, it is baffling, but I don't think that obviously they had a considerable amount of shots um but there weren't any apart from trial raise well trial for the second week has opened what looked like a sitter 
missed what missed well. He saved it, didn't he, Louise today? However, um, yeah, I just, I just don't, I just don't know. I just don't know. I think it's fine at the moment. I think hopefully when they settle and they score a goal and they'll come flying. If Jimenez gets some um, a goal, then um, the he'll he'll be starting to score them for fun. Um, it, but yeah, it's just very frustrating. I think he's over. It's like in two minds really because they obviously played really well. Like it was a really enjoyable game to watch from a football perspective. Um, however, like I'd rather see a scrappy game than win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Interesting to see what everyone thinks. I mean, we have got a great panel uh, lined up today. Um, we're going to have on first, we've got Jack Finch, who's a member of the uh, 1877 Trust. Uh, and, and then I've just seen that uh, my good friend and Tottenham YouTube legend, who I had uh, a meal with today before the match, Chris Cowling, uh, who was at the game. He's in his car. We'll get him on second so he doesn't have to wait long and he can get on the uh, get back to uh, London. And then we've got uh, Andy from Many Fun Adventures. We've got young Thomas, who always speaks well. Uh, we've got Scotty. And I'm delighted also to be joined by one of my international fans, Chris. And he looks like he's got a dog with him in the background to rival Blossom the cat that you often have on, uh, Amy. Just before we get on to, uh, on to um, Jack and then Chris Cowling, um, I just want to say we are drawing tonight uh, on this live. There's been uh, well over 200 entries into Win the Wall shirt across my uh, Instagram, TikTok and YouTube channel. We will be making the draw for that. I've got a random generator. I've got a list of names of all the entries here and someone will be winning. I'm buying a brand new Wolves home or away shirt, away shirt. So good luck for that. But stay tuned, uh, Amy. Just to um, before we get into the callers, just describe um, how it felt for you and your personal man of the match, if you have one, and what you rated the performance. Before we get on to see everyone else thinks. I mean, it was just fantastic to be back. It felt a bit surreal, if I'm being quite honest. Um, like before we was at the pub before the game, and then walking down to the ground and to think that it's been 18 months, however many days that equates to. And me and my dad was just saying that if you'd have told us on the 8th of March 2020 that the next game would be going back to would be the 22nd of August 2021, you'd have like, you'd have just thought it was crackers, really. Um, so, but no, it was amazing to go about the atmosphere. I'd forgotten how loud it was. <laughs> I don't know if it was always that loud or whether it just felt loud oh, today. Well, I mean, Pat Molyneux can be 533 <laughs> days. And it was your personal man of the match today, Ames. <sighs> so hard I, to pick what? I thought they all played really well. Or are you going to be trying to be persuaded by all the callers and then make a decision at the end? I'm going to say, I'm going to throw... Um, you know what? I mean, this might be a bit of a, a curveball, but I actually thought Kilman had a really good game, and um, I was really, I was really impressed with 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 Kilman today. So um, I think that he's probably. I don't. We wouldn't really say man of the match, but you can't really. It wasn't really like a playmaker because there wasn't really any. Well, there wasn't a goal, was there? So for his performance, I think um, I really enjoyed Kilman to Kilman's performance today. So yeah, um, I'm good. going to say. Kilman, but yeah, I'm sure we'll come on to all the individual performances as we chat to everyone. Yes, uh, there's a few people that are going on about Kilman as well. And your performance rating, Ames? 
Oh, well, if we're going on performance, <laughs> we're not going on result. So performance. performance, I would say a seven out of ten. Um, um, really promising, really, really promising. But they just can't find the back, the back of the net, can they? So. <laughs> well, now, well, let's get on to the callers. I would say, Chris, I am going to get you on second, mate. Um, so you you finish your sandwich. Um, that he's uh, munching in at the back. And we're going to get Jack on first. I'm just going to change my yeah, my background. It makes sense when I bring Jack. Jack, uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, this is your full debut. Absolutely. I'm here yeah. on uh, Extra Time with me and Amy. Uh, Jack, um, absolutely brilliant to uh, to have you join us, mate. You've been to the game today? Absolutely, yeah. In the North Bank Upper, as usual. Yeah, First time in, was it, 18 months, is it? Yeah, 18 months, 533 days. And, and Jack, if you are in the upper, you might bump into Amy from time to time because she tends to be in the upper. <laughs> yeah, probably, hopefully, happier. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so, um, how, how, did, how did you find going back to the Molyneux to start off? Refreshing, I think. I think the last, what, 18 months has been difficult for everyone for lots of different reasons. And obviously, we're not going to go into that, but I think. For a lot of people, myself included, it's your escape from work. It's your escape from the, the weeks, you know, the grind of work. And to not have that for such a long period of time, it's been tough. And it was just great to see everyone. There's people I saw today who I hadn't seen since that Brighton game in last March, you know, because you have some friends at the football, but you don't keep in touch outside of Molyneux. And it was really nice to see them and, and whatnot. So it was fantastic to be back here. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It was, yeah. Um, it was nice to see familiar faces and obviously everyone despite the result was very evidently happy to be back there which made it Absolutely. for a really 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 nice um happy atmosphere and obviously yeah. we're sure we're touching it but it was a bit uncanny that Nuno was back um in the written in the, in the stars box, wasn't it I but think it was um it was a little yeah. bit I thought maybe more would be made of it but I think it was the rightful thing respectful to Bruno and stuff that he was kind of acknowledged the fans. He did, I don't think he celebrated when they scored, maybe that. No, I don't think so. Subdued, so. He's a class um, guy, isn't he? So, you know, it's yeah. never going to be about Nuno today. As much as the, the media wanted to kind of build it up as Nuno's return, he wouldn't let that happen, would he? I don't think. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, it's kind of nice for everyone to to say bye in their own way, I think, as well. Um, obviously, because yeah. people didn't get the chance to the end of last season. So that was good absolutely. to see. Um, it's just a shame that he got the three points. <laughs> no, I just want to say a big thank you to Peter Wilson, who's just joined the uh, the channel members. Peter, just um, look out on the comment at uh, the, the members comment section and for the Discord group. So thanks for joining, Jack. Um, you said about obviously joining the um, in terms of the going back and one of the, the things that I think you mentioned there is about seeing all the people you've not seen for. 18 months that was quite uh special and emotional and we should also mention with wolves uh, did a lot of something that was very class at half time um which they put up a lot of pictures of all the people young and old that we've lost in these last 18 months and it, uh, we were all clapping at half time including the tottenham fans and there was just so many and it's just so sad to see all those faces that you know we will not say, but I thought that was a touch of class from from Wolves at half time, and uh, the the Wolves fans and the Tottenham fans were really good in showing their respects. And if any one of their families are watching, we'd obviously send their love and best wishes, um, you know, for your loss as well. On to the actual game itself, Jack. Um, 
tell me how you felt, Wolves. What are your first impressions of the, this new Bruno Large era? And um, have you got a personal man of the match for today? Yeah, I'm really encouraged by what I've seen in the last two games, really. Take the Leicester and the Tottenham game kind of together as a package. I think to play two of the top... T- I mean, they're both going to finish in the top six, I reckon, this season. And we've come away with zero points. When you could make a, a case, we should have at least four, I would say. I'd, I'd say we were worth a point at Leicester, definitely. And then today, I think we've been the better team in most areas. I would say... They probably had the better chances, though. We had a lot more chances, but the quality of their chances were better. It was the penalty. And then towards the end, when the game got stretched, Saar made some fantastic saves one-on-one against Kane. I think, was it Bergwijn as well towards the end? Yeah. But the overall performance in terms of the shape that we had, the way we were positive, we were aggressive, we were pressing, it's so refreshing to see after the way Nuno set us up. There's nothing wrong with how Nuno set us up, but Bruno has kind of completely turned that on its head. And it's now all about what we do when we've got the ball. When we had Nuno as manager, it was about how we set up when we don't have the ball. We're solid, compact, to use his words. With Bruno, it's about when we've got the ball, everyone get forward, everyone push, let's be positive, let's be aggressive. And I think you could tell from around in the stadium, people really got on board with that. Even though the result didn't go our way, you could see that people were saying, actually, I'm up for this, this looks good to me. I'm excited about this season, what's going ahead. Yeah, I think it was... It was very, very good football to watch. And I think it's, um, so what obviously there's nothing, you know, the, the style of play that Nuno played was, you know, you, we can't sit here and say it was poor because it's got mm. us to some unbelievable places. So it's, but it's refreshing and nice to see a different style of play. And um, obviously, Saar had a bit of a reckless Sunday football um, type. Uh, error that gave away the penalty. But do you know, do thought, you know, do you know yeah. Amy, that I, I don't particularly blame Saar for that because he came out, something that Rui was never very good at was coming off his line and I thought Saar did quite well, generally. The mistake... No, I, that's came, what, that was what I was going on to say, is I thought after that he did fantastically well, but I he didn't need to come out for that challenge at that point at all. I, I think the mistake came from, came from giving the ball away. Mm. Um, we banded it straight. I was it Neves that passed Neves, that ball? Yeah. Neves, yeah. Yeah, and um, we were right on the back foot. They played that ball through and I think he tried to pull out the challenge, but he did catch him, didn't he, with his knee, I think. So it was a, a penalty. I, I think, like you said, Amy, after that, I don't think he put a foot wrong. Perhaps he did come out rushing a little bit too soon to try and close the... Uh, the angle, thinking he was going to shoot, and he, but obviously Ali was Delhi was a bit clever, and you know he he, he got mm. the foul, and it was a good penalty. To be fair, he took it very very coolly, didn't he, and put it away. Yeah, we went the wrong way. If he'd gone, if he'd gone the, the, that way, I think he'd have saved it. But it's penalty, isn't it? At the end of the day, no, if he had saved it, it, would have been a hero straight away, wouldn't he? But no, that's what I was impressed with is the way that he worked his box, commanded the box, and then when he got the ball, he's a lot quicker. Instead of Rui always used to hold it back, didn't he? But it was a lot quicker to release the ball back up to play. So it's more of a pressing type of play from from the back, really, which is obviously not not the style that Rui played and not the style that Nuno played. So that was there's so many so many positive things. It's just the result. <laughs> and just just before we finish with you, Jack, there's a couple actually. Uh, so I'd like your yours and Amy's in thingy. They're talking about Wolves should have had a penalty. That's the one, was it on Semedo just after? 
Um, Sinedo fell over. Yeah, I don't think it was a penalty. <laughs> it no. was never a penalty. I think if it was against us, we'd be livid if that was given. So you've it got would to have been soft. Although watching it back on uh, the Sky, people, they were saying it was a penalty. They were saying that that would have been that would have been given it. What well, it would have been a soft penalty, but he actually catches him. If you watch it back, he does yeah. catch him. It I is soft. I think they've well, said this year though, haven't they? Last year, contact meant penalty. And nobody seemed to like that. So now they're saying it's got to be contact that stops the player or makes him fall over. So I don't I don't think I'd have wanted a penalty for that because if it was at the other end and it was given against us, you'd be spitting feathers, wouldn't you? So I think we've got to be fair and say it would have been soft. And, and so, you know, I'm happy the referee made his decision. Are you happy or you you wish he... Uh... Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you always want the decision to put it... I don't think it was what an absolute howler, was it? So no, no. Well, he made quite a lot of questionable decisions. The ref did, and I thought, I thought the, the only decision I would question was the the yellow card for uh, Tanganga on Marcel. I thought that was a, a really poor challenge, and I'd have liked to have seen that again from a, a different angle, maybe because I thought he caught him very late. Do you think that was a red? <laughs> I wouldn't. Maybe or an amber. Would or an amber? Probably, it's probably an orange, isn't it? It's in between a yellow and a red. But it was uh, because he caught him so late. I'm not sure whether you know there's there's an argument that it should have been more than a yellow. But again, the referees made his decision, so we just accept it and we move on, don't we? Well, Jack, yeah. thanks ever so much for coming on tonight. No um, I'm sure we'll all be watching uh, some of the highlights back on Match of the Day, but they'll probably put us on last as usual. It'll be on last. And they'll yeah. they'll probably will only show the highlights that we've had two shots to add when yeah. we've had 25 or whatever. But uh, yeah, and we'll have yeah. 10 minutes, 10 minutes about Harry Kane, won't we? And, and this, that, and the other. And, well, yeah, and, Chris yeah. will talk about it when he comes on next, which is yeah. interesting. A quite interesting conversation before the match about that. But Jack, I hope you've enjoyed coming on, and I hope you'll come on again in the uh, the near future. Definitely, yeah, been brilliant. Yeah, do you want my uh, man of the match? We do to finish off on. Go I was, was going to say Kilman, but but Amy said that, so I'm going to I'm going to say Neves because, <laughs> because after, after the mistake from Neves, I thought he was outstanding. I thought he controlled yeah. the entire midfield with a bit of help from Martini, obviously, but the range of passing he showed and, and the fact that he was passing it forward, breaking the lines with the passing, which we didn't see a lot of last year. I'm really encouraged by, by how well Ruben played. I would give the performance probably seven point five out of ten because I thought we were three quarters of the way. To, to a really solid result there. Just missing that killer instinct in front of goal. I know, it needs to come yeah. back really soon. Jack, thank yeah. you so much, mate. No problem, no problem. See you Cheers. soon. So that's Jack. And next, I'm delighted uh, to welcome uh, Tottenham fan, um, Chris Cowling. He is one of the, the major Tottenham, uh, if not, in my opinion, the best Tottenham YouTuber. Um, managed to get together with him and his son before the game. Chris, you're in your car. I'm guessing you're still on your way home. I noticed you did your live. Um, uh, you, I, I don't know how you get your videos up so fast. I don't. You did the match the match thing as well. But whereabouts are you right now? I'm on the M1 at the moment. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, Amy. I'm still Hello, celebrating. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> what, you smash and grab? Smash and grab. I couldn't put it better myself. Uh, do you know what? Nuno Espirito Santo's comments at the end of that game, we defended against a tough team that caused us a lot of problems. And I tell you what, the amount of problems that Wolves caused us today, um, I'm surprised that we have come out of Molyneux with the three points, I must say. I think that, you know, I'll be fair and honest. I think that Wolves did deserve something out of that game. Uh, but as a Spurs fan, I'm absolutely delighted that we've got the three points. <laughs> it felt kind of 
a bit surreal that um, we were obviously on the good end of that with Nuno as our manager on quite numerous occasions of like maybe not deserving or nabbing a win when we probably should have lost or something. So it was a bit a bit surreal, I think, for us all to be on the receiving end of it. How many 1-0s did we have, I mean, we had a lot yeah. of 1-0s. But it's just the difference was the goal was in the first 10 minutes, not the last 10 minutes, which is usually what happened when Nuno was boss. So, yeah, it was... Um, it was very frustrating from all time, but you know, fair play, fair play to Spurs is they, you know, they've released, saved quite a few goals. I don't think there's any really kind of outstanding saves that he had to had to make from the shot perspective. But um, I, think, I think that was probably the problem on your side, Amy, because of course there was yeah. only one one really good save that Hugo Lloris had to make, of course, from Triore going through. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the others weren't even on target, but you had 25 shots. Um, I know only six were on target, but uh, they were quite tame shots for Hugo Lloris. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, you know, in fairness, I've been very, very pleased with Nuno Espirito Santo's start. You know, of course, we beat the champions Manchester City last weekend. Absolutely fantastic atmosphere at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And I must say the Wolves fans today were absolutely superb as well. You know, they gave us some great banter and, uh, you know, Molyneux was absolutely rocking. And uh, like you said earlier, Dave, at halftime, showing all of those pictures of, uh, of people that have sadly gone. Um, you know, it was very emotional and uh, very touching. And uh, the Tottenham fans were, were clapping. And, uh, yeah, it was very sad, very sad. But, you know, nice touch from, from the club. Now, as, as well, Chris, it was your first, I mean, I'd say a first away day because uh, we did have a little bit of a giggle um, before the match about how you managed to get into the, uh, the Portugal uh, the, the team you played away in midweek in Europe. Um, but it was your first uh, away day in the Premier League for so many Tottenham fans. I mean, you probably talked to a few fans and what was the feeling like for going away, travelling away to watch your team? It was lovely to be back. And uh, the weirdest thing is, is Deli Ali don't take many penalties. And the last time that we played away with a capacity crowd was Burnley away in a 1-1 draw. And Deli Ali scored a penalty that day. And it's just ironic that that, that is the case. But um, absolutely delighted to be back. Um, the atmosphere, you know, with all, all of us fans, no matter what team we support, we've all missed being back in the stadiums. And it just feels so good to be back. And uh, as I say, regardless of what team you support, um, all of the all of the fans come together. You know, we had breakfast together this morning, and uh, that was absolutely fantastic. Great to meet your family, and um, yeah, really good banter, as I say. Yeah, it's just a really good, really good feeling all round. So it's um, you know, just you know, fortunate that we've been able to go, been able to get back there eventually. So it's been, I've been worth the wait. Just hopefully when. Wolves actually score at Molyneux, it'll be even even sweeter having to wait maybe a little bit longer. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was saying to Dave earlier, Amy, that um, you know I was trying to pick all the players that us Tottenham fans would quite happily take from you uh, down to White Hart Lane. Him and Ed being one of them. Yeah, he was talking. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was my fear they'd all go. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chris, when I went, Amy, when I went down to uh, when we played Spurs just before uh, the lockdown, mm. Um, and we were all dreaming of Champions League that day. Chris was, I met Chris before the game there, and he was on about, I'd love Jim Jimenez. I'm like, no, we're not selling you Jimenez. 
We're not selling you Triore and we're not selling you anyone at all. So don't even think about making any bids. And that's right. I really hope Harry Kane stays at Tottenham because then you ain't got any money to come after of our players. So I'm hoping that won't happen, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, what? I, what's, what's, what's the feeling? Is he, is he going, do we think? In a, I know you obviously don't want him to go, but do you think he's going? Um, I think it's simple, really, Amy. If, if Manchester City uh, ring Daniel Levy in the board and say, here is your £150 million that you want, I think he's going. Uh, up until that point, I don't think Harry Kane is going anywhere. So, you know, watch this space. We've got nine, day, nine days left of the transfer window, so we'll wait and see. But Harry Kane got an absolutely superb reception from the Tottenham Hotspur fans today. And He came, uh, over. He came over. He was the last player. But did you think, in some ways, was that his goodbye? I think a lot of journalists will say that, Dave. And uh, Harry Kane does it all the time. He's absolutely superb uh, with the fans normally. He always comes over, claps, regardless of uh, whether we win, lose or draw. So he's absolutely brilliant with the fans. And um, I was absolutely delighted to see him get 20 minutes at Molyneux today uh, because a lot of Tottenham fans thought that, yes, he's on the bench, but he won't get a minute uh, uh, today. And uh, he needed to score in the game. So you know what Harry from, Joe's, uh, from Saar, actually, he did well to save. He took the save. game for you when he came on. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that that is the thing though. When when you're bringing someone like Hunmin Son off and you can replace him with someone like Harry Kane, it shows the quality in our squad. But uh, you know Tottenham, it wasn't the greatest performance today. You know, let's let's not mix any words. You know, it wasn't the greatest performance by Tottenham Hotspur at all. Uh, but as I said at the start, delighted to get the three points. We had uh, a number of good performances, but we defended very well. And uh, that is really good to see because last season in particular, and we, we're all saying as Spurs fans at the moment, we need defensive reinforcements. We've gone out and uh, got a loan deal, uh, you, know, in, you know, going to turn it into a permanent deal for Christian Romero. Didn't play today. And, we, you know, essentially we had the same back four as last season. And I thought that all of them done exceptionally well today and we defended very well. And the amount of chances that Wolves created today, as I say, I'm very surprised you didn't score. Yeah, and I'll I think tell you I am was... I'm very surprised you didn't score as well. <laughs> I'll tell you what was uh, funny was the banter, mate, when Kane came on. The uh, the ongoing songs, the Harry Kane song between the Tottenham and the Wolves fans. I was, I was, I was crying with laughter, man. It was just so funny. But I, that's what you missed. Don't you? It was like Harry Kane, or he, he wants one of our own, or whatever he was. And then we was Harry Kane. He wants to off. And then it was Harry Kane. He's won more than you. And then the and then the Wolves fans were Harry Kane. He's won nothing for you. And it was just so funny going the banter. And that's what you. That's what we love in it, really. I bet you were having a chuckle at that as well. It was very funny. Great, great banter, Dave. And Wolves is one of the, you know, my favourite away days, actually, because, uh, you know, great fans, very friendly fans. Um, we even got lost going to the car park um, after the game and we had a Wolves fan come up to us. Actually, a number of Wolves fans come up to us saying, what did the car park look like? Where are you? And all that. And, and someone actually walked us to the car. So, you know, the Wolves Aww. fans are great. You know, really are. Really are great. That's Aww. fantastic. And mate, just to finish off with, um, who was would from your point of view, who would who impressed you in a Wolves shirt today, and who was your Tottenham man of the match and Tottenham performance rating? Well, I think a lot of Tottenham fans have already um, signed Triore tonight, so uh, I think that that, <laughs> that, that is even like Nuno are like best mates as well. So <laughs> yeah, watch this space. Um, it's not that one, mate. 
in, in a Tottenham shirt, I've got to say Deli Alley. He's really knuckled down and uh, hopefully we will see Deli Alley at his best again because we all know what he can deliver. Really glad to see him get back on the score sheet again today and uh, he put a really good shift in and not only uh, you know going forward, but also defensively, very, very good. Absolutely fantastic, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure um, obviously getting a chance to um, have a laugh, meet up before the game and uh, have a walk to the match with you and everything like that. And it's been brilliant. And make sure you go on to Chris's channel. If you just look for Tottenham fan, uh, Chris Cowlin, I tagged him in my match preview and he's already got some content up there, which you can see the game from the from the Tottenham perspective. Uh, which is always fun to see. And there's some great angles that you've got on there, Chris. And uh, listen, mate, have a safe journey home with you and uh, and your boy. Absolute pleasure to, pleasure to meet him as well. He's a fine young man. And um, hopefully see you down at the uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium later on in the season, mate. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Amy. Have a good evening. See you. Thank you very safe much. trip home. Cheers, Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, Bye. Chris. Bye. That's Tottenham Hotspur fan Chris Cowling. A really, really... Top, top guy. Next up, uh, we're going to get him on early. We've got Scott. Hello, Scott. Hi, yeah. Has your cough, your COVID cough gone now? No. You still got I know it? I know he had COVID. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Oh, I hope you're all okay. Well, we had a football match today uh, before the kickoff at Tottenham. So I played, I think it was 20 minutes. And when I came off, I couldn't breathe. It was just horrible. So I'm easy. still not fully recovered yet, but I'm getting there. Yeah. How long have you had it now for? You're in the after effects now, aren't you? Yeah. So I had it for like about two weeks, I reckon. And now I'm just literally dealing with the after effect of it. Well, well and you, and you, anyway. Your missus has got it as well, hasn't she? Or did have it? She did have, but she's back at work now. So she's all good. She recovered quicker. So, Scott, um, you know, how have you watched the game today and what are your thoughts? So, I've watched it on TV today. Um, all being well, as long as I don't miss the coach, I will be going to an actual game on Tuesday night. I'll be but, there, uh, mate. I'll I missed be it. Because um, the missus oh, yeah, works, works a lot of weekends, I, get, I miss a lot of games. So, I missed the Tottenham one today, but I got to watch it on TV. Um, and I thought we were superb. Um, the only thing that wasn't a good thing for us was the result. Um, but you can't really slate them. You can't say they didn't do this or they didn't do that. Because literally the only thing they didn't do was score because everything else was perfect. We defended well. Saw after his little mishap at the back, performed brilliantly. Um, Triore is just on another level. And like you said, Dave, we need to keep him. Because um, he he like if he if he could shoot he'd be the perfect striker, he honestly would because like it's worrying if they do lose him they're gonna lose so much in that team. He's gonna he's <laughs> gonna be a difficult person to replace if we lose him. Um, but today I was impressed with everybody. Everybody mucked in. That's one of the standouts for me was Marcel, and every time he got kicked up in the air, I kept feeling bad for him. I was like, please don't be injured. <laughs> he was like down in the first three minutes and we were yeah. like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> but I've watched, I watched the preseason games and I watched uh, the Leicester one, obviously, and Tottenham. And Marcel, for me, seems to be like a decent replacement for Johnny. The only issue that we have is if we can keep him fit long enough for for Johnny's return. And it, with the way Marcel's playing at the minute, would Johnny even get in at the minute? Because Marcel's playing quite well. 
but no, I was Laurie on that side as well. Yeah, I was I was proud of them today. They they played well. I was upset that we lost and we didn't get nothing. But um, no, you can see it's coming. You can see eventually we're going to go on a run of uh, wins, I reckon. Because like with Neves getting more forward now, with us looking dangerous and Raul just getting that match fitness back up to a level where we know he's going to produce. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confident we won't be in no relegation battle. I'm confident that we'll start getting the wins and eventually we'll start pushing up that table again. Fingers crossed. I hope. I really hope you're correct. So, with that's a very good review there. I think of the of the game. Um, what um, so what was who was your man of the match and um performance rating? For me, I would give it Traore again, but because I gave it him last time, I'm going to give it Nevers because Nevers mm-hmm. for me was incredible today. And the fact that if you saw his Instagram post after the game, that lad ain't going anywhere. That lad's walls through and through, and he's staying. He's ready to fight and get us up the table. Um, so Nevers gets my man the match. Um, match rating overall, I'd say it was a nine. Um, the reason why it ain't a ten is because we didn't win, we didn't get a point, and we didn't score. But other than that, like I said, we did everything perfect. We defended well. We attacked well. Like twenty-five shots. I, I know somebody said in the comments just like, yeah, only eight of them was on target, but still six, we had twenty-five chances. On, six were on target. I yeah, think. we still had we yeah, still had twenty we still had twenty five chances. That's more than what we've had in previous games, which we've watched balls. And anybody who says what's the difference between Nuno's balls and Bruno's walls, just watch that game and you'll see the difference straight away. Bruno's well, more attacking and showing. It's interesting because obviously when you look back um, at last season and you look back at Wolves not scoring in the first half, Wolves going behind. You know, three at the back. You know, when you look at it, just pure facts and figures at the scores and what it looks exactly the same. But I agree with you; it's completely different because we're on the front foot the whole time. I thought we played well in both halves today. In fact, if anything, we did have a better second half, but it just went up another level. And um, like you say, the just frustrating thing is, you just what you know, we just. I just, I just can't believe that we've not had a little bit of luck. You know, normally with that many amount of chances, there's a you, wanted find its way in. <laughs> yeah, you nicks off someone's backside and goes in, or falls to someone on the, you know, comes back to someone, hits the inside of the post and comes out. And it, we've just not had any of that luck. And I, I feel that it's coming. But again, we have got United next week. So I said someone on the way back, maybe we'll just beat United six nil next week. <laughs> my, my, my dad was like. We'll beat you United next week. No problem. No problem. And to be fair, that'd be very typical Wolves, wouldn't it? To, I mean, I, at... I haven't seen any of the Southampton highlights yet, but from what I saw, United against Leeds last week, they were fantastic. Um, but I can, you can kind of half see them going and beating United next week. <laughs> if you look at like some of the recent games Wolves have played against Man United, they've been incredible games. Like you look at the quarterfinal of the FA Cup, the atmosphere at Molyneux was incredible. For that game and everything was just perfect about that game and then you mm. look at when we went, played them for the first time under Nuno um, when we drew one each at Old Trafford with Matinho's yeah. strike it's for me with Wolves being more attacking minded now rather than the Nuno way I do think that we could spring a surprise and beat Man United but Man United are a lot stronger this season you can see that you can see that obviously they've still got mistakes in them um, 
But it's a game that excites me, and hopefully we can get something out of it. I'll settle just for a point, if anything, <laughs> and a good performance. But no, I'm I'm confident there's nothing to worry about. I'm confident that we've got the the right manager to, to you know, move us you know forward. You know what, Scott? I'm confident, and I don't know if Amy feels the same. I'm confident if we keep Trial right and Neves, because for me, looking at the way we're playing at the moment, Neves is playing further up the pitch. Uh, Bruno Large has got you looked how they were closing down um, Tottenham. They were literally all over them. Like it was like. I guess a bit almost like a Man City type, yeah. the way they were getting the ball and then getting it back in that in their half and then attacking. The goals didn't come. And also Triore, he just he's playing him with a lot more freedom across the whole of the front three. He'll pop up on the right, he'll pop up as we saw him do. I know he didn't finish again in the centre, he pops up on the left. He's not just stuck out on one side. And I feel that under Bruno, I think it Adama does stay, I think he'll turn into a, an even stronger player and his finishing will come. And I think he's being played in a way that gives him a little bit more freedom. Because we Nuno, I mean, loved the guy, but he was very, very defensive. Like mm -hmm. we talked about Chris saying about how good their defence was today. And that's great. And that's how Nuno built how many 1-0 wins, Amy? Yeah. But I, I just, we've got to keep, We've got to build the side around Jimenez, Neves, and also Traore. And if we can keep them three and then strengthen the back line, bring in another midfielder and a backup striker, I think we could have a very, very good season from what I've seen. You look yeah. at the positives straight away and comparing Bruno and Nuno's treatment of Traore. Like, Traore was like the star pupil for Nuno. Nuno tried to make him into a better player, and in some aspects he did. But it feels like, to me, that Bruno's turned around to him and said, look, I'm going to play you mostly every game, and I'm going to just unleash you now. Go and do what you do best, run at people, go and open up their people's defences, create, attack. And the only thing that Traore's missing now is that goal. That's killer literally instinct. it. The killer Tri instinct. Yeah. For me, and Nevers is not going Traore and Nevers are not going anywhere. If you put a gun to me and said pick one that would leave, I would say Traore. I don't see Nevers going anywhere. You've just got but to say no, Scott. The board have got to have got to be like levy like. They have got to say we're not selling him. We're you not know we're not selling unless they come in with like 80 million. Maybe at that point, but anything less than that, no, we've got to say no. We've you got know, to because we've got. To, otherwise, I feel that we it, it could be a it could be a real big mistake if we don't. You look keep. at what Jeff Cheese always said: they are not going to release a Wolves player unless it's a crazy offer. Like look at the Jota and Liverpool thing; they got a good offer that they were happy with, so they were willing to let Jota go. With Traore, the value of Traore. Tottenham are never going to meet, in my opinion, and nobody else is going to look at Traore because if Traore is going to go anywhere, it's going to be Tottenham. Hundred percent. But, but with with Jota, we had we had uh, we had Neto, and the reason why I say, and we, obviously we'll move on very very quick. We just have to close this segment of the thing round, um, Scott. But the reason I'm saying this is because Neto, we know he's out. He's now we know he's out until February. Um, and he has got that drive that can make some chaos happen. Trinkhouse, up to me, is looking quite good. Pedence is still coming back. If we get rid of our biggest danger 
you know, causes carnage on that side, then I just feel it'll weaken the other sections of the team. And I think he can get the best. We've got to keep him, especially if after keep, in the last two. If we keep Traore, we keep Traore, keep playing Trinko and Roll with him as well up top. As soon as Neto's fully fit, and I don't mean partially fit, I mean like proper fully fit, replace Neto with Trinko, and that tackle will be even stronger. And I, I, like I said, like from the beginning, I'm not worried. I'm confident. Unless we get some crazy injury like we did last season with Raul, I can't see us being in a relegation battle. I can see us finishing in the top 10. Well, let's hope. And that's a good note to finish on, Scott. Thank you, Betsy. I didn't put you on at the end today, mate. Got you on early. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. You just sit and watch backstage anyway. Right, we're going to move on uh, to Thomas. Then we've got uh, Chris, uh, Andy and... Um, and Almos as well, we can see who's going to be a first-time caller as well. I'll be interested because I think he's around the world somewhere. So, uh, Scott, thank you very, very much for today. No worries. It's nice to see you guys again. Yeah, see you soon. May I see you bye, Tuesday, bye. mate? Yes, you definitely will see me Tuesday. I'll get you a point. All right. See you later, mate. See you later. So, that's Scott. Let's Next up, we've got young Thomas, who always talks a lot Hello. of sense. Hi, Thomas. Amy, Take it away, Ames. Hello. <laughs> did you did you go to the game today, or or you did you watch it no, in Peterborough? I couldn't watch it. Though I couldn't oh, find no. a platform to watch it on. But I've looked at all the stats and I've looked at the highlights and uh, and what did what did, you, what did you make of the the highlights? There probably was quite a lot of highlights actually for a game that they lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we attacked well today. It's good to see Adama getting forward, Raoul doing well, and. Um, the ability that to for us to go forward more um, under Bruno instead of Nuno, I think it's good. It's showing a good transition. I think that's what he was brought in to do, attack. The penalty's a weird one. I think it's a 50-50. I think Ali runs into him, but also Saar does trip him up. But Saar, Saar had a good game after that, you know, to keep people like Harry Kane, Son... Yes, they weren't as attacking, but they did have shots and he did save them. But it's it's another loss, but it's another promising performance. Uh, we just need to start scoring a bit more, and then just a bit more. <laughs> Wouldn't <it> be nice. <laughs> it would um, definitely. So, what were um, who in who, who who which players impressed you today? Uh, Marcel, I thought he was good. Apparently, he was very determined to get the ball back if he lost it, which I think yes. is one of the main things Bruno's looking for. Uh, um, Adama, obviously, is he's a beast. Yes. If we sell him, if we sell him, we lose our biggest threat. Because and are you worried think, that he's? Are you worried that there's a serious threat that he's going to go? Uh, it's a tough one because if. I think if Tottenham come in with forty million, I think we'd accept. Because no. I think I don't want us to. No way. I, I don't forty million, no chance. Can't see it. Uh, I'll be furious. Yeah. What we're going to buy? Be. Who? How are we going to replace someone like Troy Ray with forty? Who we're going to bring in? It's what uh, we'd. It'd have to be. 80 million for me. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe I'm thinking, but if we, if you're going to sell him, you've got to. I, the, the thing that I worry about as well is who do you get in to replace someone like Adama Traore at this late stage? It's, I don't know. 
I, can't, I just hope we don't it's sell just, it. It's for, it's 40 million is definitely way too low. As frustrating as Traore is, because I do find him a very frustrating player at times. Um, if they lose him, there's, there's, he's irreplaceable, isn't he? Because the way that they were type of playing, you think, for me, if, I mean, we all know that Nuno and Traore had a very special relationship. However, surely the style of play that Bruno plays in terms of being very, very attacking should suit Traore better than a Nuno style of play. And I think that's where yeah. some of the, the the Spurs fans, I think, you know, they've won two games and that, but in time, they will, I think they will be quite shocked at that in terms of it is a more, like a sit-back type of type of playing. You know, you go for the counter, which isn't the way that Tottenham are used to playing. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we've spoken a lot by Troy. Who else impressed you? <laughs> uh, Neves, his, his passing is some of you know it's it's good it's really nice to see players like him be able to push forward make those forward passes more you know we're not always looking to the back to pass we're looking forward and it's such it's so nice to see a different play style because Nuno's brilliant you know he got us there but we're here now we're with Bruno you know Nuno's at Tottenham now we need to think this is this is such a promising start and if we can you know if we can get i think we need a couple more players mate are definitely a center back because kilman if you get someone along him i think we can convert into a four at the back which i think is what bruno wants hmm. but yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping that we can just get a couple more pl- a a center back in possibly a midfielder and then I think we are ready to try and get back to those eighth, seventh positions and work on that. If you could only get one um, strength in one position, if I said, right, one player, that's all they can get in. Because obviously Rafa has gone now for 13 mil. So they've obviously got funds from that. If there was, I think there's a, some difficulty over the financial fair play, which the rules of that just baffle me anyway. Um, anyway. And um, so, which which area do you think is the priority? Defense. It's okay. only defense. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I think Dendonka, um, Dendonka, Martino, and Neves. I think we will be able to manage with for now. I think mm-hmm. next season there's got to be someone's coming because Martino is not going to be able to play thirty-eight games a season, in my opinion, but. I think that we're okay. We're okay in midfield. It can be improved, but defense needs to be improved. I I really like Cody. I think it's a hard one with him because he's such a good leader and he's he defends well sometimes. But yeah, size I'm really not sure about. I'm just he's one of those ones that was really good for us. Um, and now yeah. Kilman has improved so much though. You know, to see a player like him come through and now be hopefully a starter for the foreseeable future is really good. The interesting thing with Kilman as well, and I'm with you and I'm with Amy completely, he has impressed me so much in the last two games. His maturity, the way he, his composure on the ball, that tackle that he did in the second half, he, it, was, it was almost Ryan Bennett-like how he, how he tackled. Like, my dad would have loved that. But the other thing is, he's, he's left-sided. 
and he's playing on the right hand yeah. side, so he's not playing in his strongest position. Uh, what looking at Kilman and the way he's played, especially in the back, in a back three, he's he's a Premier League quality centre back. That's to me, he's only going to get better. I do think that Bruno Large, like you say, he did play a lot of four at the back um, at Benfica. And I don't think he's playing the four at the back because he hasn't got, he doesn't feel he's got the uh, the strong enough centre backs. Bolly being one, um, and you got about Kilman playing a back four. I'm not sure. And the time again, I'm not sure with Cody against the top six. So we'd need to bring in another thing. But the way we're playing with at three four three with those back three, I'm not sure he would change it now because we are so offensive. And yeah, we can get caught out, but we. You know, on a, a maybe a long ball or a you know when we're pushing high up the up the pitch, that's the only worry. And we need if we're going to bring someone in defence, they need to have a bit of speed to be able to get yeah. back to make those tackles. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, Thomas, uh, did you your, your performance rating and man of the match to finish? Uh, performance rating seven. It's promising play, but with a couple of defenders, maybe Bolly and Mascara coming back, uh, we'll be able to push up into. Uh, better ratings as well, but seven very good performance. It's just missing that final, final goal, final finish. Yeah, and your and then, man of the match. Uh, gonna go with Dharma. He creates so much. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Samedo. I thought Samedo looked good mm-hmm. on the attack as well. Penalty or not, I'm not sure. It 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 looked more like a sort of we. <laughs> Any any attacker that goes in the box nowadays, in my opinion, is looking for some sort of contact because, you know, it will be looked at and it's not his first decision. But, yeah, I'm going to go over Dharma. Created a lot of chances and it's it's really promising to see now. It's it's I can't wait because the United match is on telly. It'll be the first match I've watched this season. Um, I, I'm so excited. It's good to see fans back in Molyneux as well because... Uh, someone filmed High Ho Silver Lining, and I thought that was really good hearing the fans sing again. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Thomas, for, for joining us once again. As always, you speak really well, and hopefully, we'll see you on the uh, on a future one. I hope maybe next week when you've uh, been able to watch the whole of the match. Definitely. Take care, mate. Bye. You too. Bye. That's young Thomas, who always talks so well. Next, we're going to head over to Norway uh, to speak to Chris. Hello, Chris. Thank Hello. you for watching. Hi, you've got Chris. Normally, it's Amy that's queen of the retro, but you're, 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 and what's your dog's name? This is Bonzo the dog. Um, I can reveal he's Norwegian, but uh, he does speak and understand English. Fantastic. Does he understand yeah. Black Country? He must do. He must do. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think he does. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, assuming, um, well, obviously you didn't go to the match today, but did you manage to watch it? Every game is live on Norwegian TV. So yes, I did. Oh, amazing! Yeah. <laughs> better service it's, than we have over here. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's better than England actually in that respect. That uh, all the Premier League games and. Most of the championship games are on, so it's just get your remote control and pick which one you want. Yeah, amazing. Easy. Yeah, and what were your thoughts on today's game? As a fan, what do you ask for? Um, and I think you ask for effort, commitment, you ask for um, 
intensity. We we got that. I mean, I mean, no one likes to lose. We it, it's it's not a nice feeling, but there's a way to lose, isn't there? And if there is a way to lose, that's the way to lose. Yeah. We did score, and that's heavy, and it? it's a not a nice feeling. But what what more can you ask of them? Just to score. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, only thing that you can you can ask for them. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But no, well, it's prom, it's promising, isn't it? I think we probably all felt, obviously, with Nuno going, and we were all very attached to him, and you maybe a little bit concerned. And I think, oh, I'm guilty of it myself. I did go into this season with a bit of um, apprehension, which yeah. is definitely yeah. being um, squished now um, yeah. from the first two games. And I didn't see the Leicester game, but obviously saw match the day and heard heard it and. It sounded very promising, and then built on that again for this week. So hopefully they can build on it again for yeah. United at home next week. That's right, and uh, you know I tell you what I feel a bit. I thought we played well at Leicester. I thought we've played even better today. Do you know what? I've got a feeling it's going to be even better next Sunday, and I think we're going to going to win. I just feel it's going to get a score prediction from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just feel it's going to watch. What's your score prediction for next week? Let's have it early. Oh, gee, I, I don't do score predictions. I just uh, that is exactly the same as Amy. She don't do score predictions. Know, so you're I so know. cheeky, Amy, asking that question when I you know, Amy, asked Amy. She never. Oh, I don't do that. And yeah, that's exactly. So that's like, it's a bit Alan Border that Amy's actually asked me to do something she's not fair to herself. Listen, I, I've been right around too long, uh, and I've seen too much for score predictions, but. Um, <laughs> I think we'll, I tell you what, I'll, I'll predict one thing. We'll score next Sunday. Okay, we'll take that. We'll, we'll, take, we'll, that. we'll take that. One thing I really want to say, but it's, it's impressed me, is, is that um, I want to compare two games now. I want to compare the, the Wolves Spurs game today. And we also, if you remember, played Spurs towards the end of last season. It was maybe about four or five games to go. Yeah, 2 0. Lost 2 0. And it was dire. There was mm-hmm. nothing, nothing at all. What yeah. a contrast. Yeah, because neither team has changed dramatically. Yeah. No, we certainly haven't. We've got, I can say, one player, Trincao. Trincao's going up a notch every game as well. Yeah, um, I, I really... He, he didn't lose the ball much, did he? I like he, him. I love the way he controls it and he turns in and then glides away from people. He, he looks mm. quality. And one of the main concerns about him pre-season were, was that he was maybe going to be shoulder to push off the ball a bit. Well, today you saw him push Spurs players off the ball. Did you see that? Certainly second yeah. half. Mm. So, look, and Traore, when he went down, he, ba- he got back up straight away rather than sitting on the floor moaning about it. Now, that's a good point because last year he was all arms and he'd be smashing the ground. Yeah, he was. You know, that's a, that's a good point. Because uh, good theme there because we're looking for differences, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and, and we've highlighted a few there. Um, one other thing I wanted to say, as a as a qualified referee myself, with a rule change regarding um, contact, um, actually, you know what? It's not a penalty. Technically, Which it's one? not a penalty. Which because one? The penalty the Spurs got. Yeah. Because I it's a clear cut penalty, but. Well, I thought so, Amy, as well, when I first saw it. And I said to my son, and we were fortunate we had a Tottenham fan round here as well. Uh, I said, oh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a stone waller. 
Then we saw the replay, which, yes, the referee didn't get to see Stuart Atwell. But if you see the replay, do watch it when you get a chance. Um, he pushed the ball past Sar, but part star, so, he stopped. And then uh, um, Ali initiated contact with Sar. Technically, it's not a penalty, but I totally understand why the referee did give it. It's a penalty last season, but it ain't a penalty this season. No. I think the, there was no one, no one really could, none of the really players really complained against it, which I think usually says quite a lot um, for me. But um, Watch it, Amy, based on what I've said. I'm not saying, listen, I can see what was given. Based on what I've said, the rule changes. Yeah, yeah. Initiating no, contact. Watch it again and tell me what you think. I vinyl think- vinyl revivals. Uh, uh, Kevin Jackson says, oh, come on, it's a clear pen. And the next comment is, Chris, you need to ref our games. And I agree, it wasn't a pen. The replay shows he pushed his leg into him. And that's what uh, my point really is. The guy said it's a clear pen. Um, I presume he isn't as well qualified as myself in this area. Not that, <laughs> uh, just, I'm just saying it because I'm, we've all been made aware of the rule changes and that we've got to change the way we look at these incidents and if we feel as referees, there's not just contact, but where contact is initiated, it's that we don't give the penalty. Look, I did say also that first time I saw it, I thought it was Stonewaller. I also said I understand why Stuart gave it, but I was saying based on the new directive, which we've all been made aware of, it's not a penalty. Uh, and 100% Wolves is saying he's exactly right under the new rules for this season. It wasn't a penalty. Um, Billy Chops is saying under the new rules it's not a penalty. I, I'm telling you, it's not. I know. So, but yeah, God, if I was refereeing and I was stood where Stuart Atwell was, and his position was very good, by the way, it was, yes. was correctly positioned. And, if, and he, of course, you know what you hear as a ref. I got if you're unsure as a ref, if you hear something, and the the, the sound of boot on shin pad, it almost initiates whistle to mouth. I've been there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm. And Chris, uh, to finish off your part of the segment, because um, we haven't got an international fan reaction this week because of the uh, with the short turnaround time for Tuesday. Yeah. Um, just summarise again your man of the match for everyone and your performance rating. I know you've, you've already said your man of the match, haven't you? Well, I thought... Uh, <sighs> yes, I know Trey already missed that chance. But wow, you know what? When the ball comes to him, whichever side he's on, and it's not on a side anymore. He's on the right, he's in the middle, he's on the left. I don't know about you guys, but a feeling of electricity comes through my body when he gets the ball. I'm edging towards the edge of my seat. Even though I know maybe the finishing touch won't be there, you know what? This is what we want to see. So I'll go Traore with a close second Kilman. What an improvement. And your performance rating for the team? Nine, only we didn't score. And I know that's a big thing, but look, we want as a we want effort, intensity as a fan. We got that, didn't we? We did. And to be honest, to be fair, Chris, in my instant reaction after the game, I've gone with an eight point five, and I would have given it a nine if had we scored. Yeah, uh, because I, yeah. it's interesting because we're all giving high performance ratings. And that is because we can look at a game and we can go and say, do you know what? We did lose the game, but boy, 
would we play well. Some of the football we played today was yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. All that was lacking was, as Amy says, was putting the ball in the back of the uh, at the back of that onion bag. And if we had done that, if we'd have taken just, you know, ten percent of the chances we made, we would have won that game. But- it's going up a notch every week. This will come. Football reflects life. You could be lucky in football and you can be lucky in life. Luck does play a part. I don't care what anyone says. But in the end, you tend to get what you deserve and we'll get what we deserve. And that (laughs) is a brilliant note to finish on. Chris, thank you so much, mate. Great to be a part of this. Thank you. Look forward to hearing some more from you in the future shows. And you certainly will do. And I love the shirt. The good old nutmeg shirt. Yeah, I've not got that one. That's really annoying. I don't know where it yeah, is. Now, Amy's jealous. Now she, she'll be looking when they produce. She hasn't. It's very rare. It's not. It's very rare. She's not got one of these shirts. So she's like no. looking on enviously, mate. High yeah. praise indeed. <laughs> Cheers, mate. So that's Chris. Uh, we're going to quickly march on because we've got three more callers to get through. We've got Mark. We've got Almos and we've got Uplast. We're saving, saving him right to the end over there in his motorhome, uh, Andy. So we're going to bring on quickly now and then we're going to have the draw for the wall shirt before the end of the show. Mark, the end Mark is here and Mark has gone. Okay, well, that was very interesting, Mark, um, that we had to say there, but um, very short and sweet. So we're, we've lost Mark. So we're going to bring on Almos, who's going to be making his debut. Almos, you need to turn on your mic. No, it, it's on now. Sorry. So uh, first Hello. of all, you make your debut. Could you let us know, me and Amy, whereabouts in the world you are right now? I am from uh, Hungary. Oh, nice. So our, I'll first, our first ever caller from Hungary. Budapest or elsewhere? Uh, no. Um, outside of Budapest, 60 kilometers away from Budapest. So okay. in another, uh, I mean, not country, but we call it countries. We have like 12 countries, I think. And I live in uh, Tatabanya, which is the biggest city in my uh, country, oh, inside of Hungary. Him. I'm sorry if I'm not looking at you guys. I'm watching the stream of my PC too, so. <laughs> oh, no, that's great. Well, everyone yeah. in the, um, in the uh, stream did me two favors. First of all, make sure you smash a like on the video. Um, so, you know, let YouTube, you're enjoying it. And also because Almos is our first ever Hungarian Wolves oh, fan of uh, thingy. Let's make a big welcome to Almos as well. And Almos, whilst that happens, please, can you tell me and Amy, um, oh, lovely, he's got the uh, last year shirt. Yeah, how, is it, year, you're, yeah, yeah. how is it you're a Wolves fan? Yes, I've been a Wolves fan for about four years, I think now. Nice. Yeah, I think I think what for made, you. What made you be a Wolves fan? It was a fun story. I uh, started playing FIFA, and I wanted a team that looks good, that had a good jersey, that was a good, that had a good background story and all that. And I uh, started a career mode with uh, Wolves, Aww. and then that that made me fall in love with them. Ah, <laughs> lovely. Well, we're very glad. Uh, there's a lot of people saying. Um, Hi, Armas. Welcome to the channel. Welcome. I see, yeah. <laughs> um, brilliant that we have international supporters. Hi, Armas. Welcome, Almas. Um, Prudy says welcome. Andy. 
Uh, Will Martin says, Hungary, a great country uh, with a great leader, says Will. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about things like that. I but would not say go. that. Um, <laughs> but um, it is absolutely wonderful to have you joining us. And um, it's brilliant that you've chosen Wolves. And we do thank FIFA for introducing fans like you. But yeah. we have got the best, <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, we have got the best colours in the Premier yeah. League. For sure, yeah. Definitely. So, how did, uh, I assume you managed to watch the game today. How did you find it? I did, yeah. Oh, it was good. The first penalty, I don't think that was a penalty. Or if it was, then the Semedo one on the other side would be a penalty too. Dali Ali went for a dive, nothing else. Just wanted a penalty. That's it. Got a penalty, cleared it. That's it. We were 1-0 down. But we got the game in our pockets all, all day long. So, yeah, Spurs was in a big hurry to end the game and just win it, take all the points away. And yeah. Yeah, unfortunate. It was not good. <laughs> I mean I mean the the team and the effort was good, but the the end was not. The one nil was, was not good. We needed to win the I'll tell you what as well, the Hungary national football team played really well in the Euros. And of course uh, yeah. Wolves had the famous if you know your Wolves history, Wolves versus is it Honved? Um, oh yeah, Budapest Tomvid, yes. Yeah, we we were that was the first that was the great Puskas that played for yes. the Hungarian team and Wolves yeah. played Honved under it was one of the first floodlit matches and that game because Wolves won I think Hungary um were a really good national team at the time as well and yes. beat England not long before and they basically there was an headline saying Wolves champions of the world or whatever yes. and out of that other clubs said well we need to prove who's the best in Europe. And that's how the uh, the European football started uh, from the, the games at Wolves back in the 50s playing uh, Honved with Billy Wright as captain for uh, Wolves, who was captain of England at the time. And then, of course, the great Puskas team. And that yeah. Honved team had around about seven or eight of the uh, the nationals, the, the Hungarian national team players playing for them. So it was a, a big, big game at Molyneux. And it's a famous, famous game. I've read about that here before. Uh, in that era, our national team was one of the best, or if not the best, in the world. Sadly, we don't have that good of a football anymore. But you did do. You played really well in the uh, the Euros. To be fair. Well, yeah, but we had the dance group with uh, I think France, Portugal, and uh, Germany. Germany. I think Germany. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You were only behind for. I mean. Portugal, it was like one. It was they scored three at the end. You were beating yeah. one of the other. Two. You were very unlucky. Very unlucky. If we won over the Germans, we would have been in the round of. It was round of sixteen, I think, after that. Or yeah, if would... the Portugal team would have lost the game against uh, France, we would have been through to with a draw against Germany. I think. You I'm did, not sure, um... but something like that. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, the atmosphere in the uh, in the stadium the, during the Euros for the hung, uh, Hungary games, because obviously you were able to have full stadiums, was yes. was absolutely fantastic. Mm. And we did witness that at Molyneux today. So you've watched it over there in Hungary, have you? Yes. Ah, very good. Sadly, none of our uh, TV uh, um, shows the games, so I had to watch it on, over the internet. It was yeah. okay. At least you can do that now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least, yeah. Uh, so who was your... Um... Man of the match in your performance rating? I would say Adama. They can't really stop mm -hmm. him. Only if they follow him. 
he's unstoppable. Well, on his days, thing. He, I mean, how he was, how that ref didn't, uh, Stuart Atwell, I think it was, how they didn't, how he didn't yellow card some of those fouls before. It took him so long to. He did. It was Absolutely. it was awful to be fair, and then. I would have um, given Tanganga a red card straight away after that. Uh, I think he fought. Like, uh, it was on Marcel, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, Marcel. Mhm. Yeah. And what I was your overall overall performance? I think it was good, around eight out of ten. We needed mm -hmm. to score. We we need someone who can score. Jimenez is not in shape as it is right now. We need someone else to score. Trinkau is not in it right now. He needs some more time to get into the league. He's, I would say he's too small for it right now. He needs to get a little bit bigger. He needs to spend some time with the Dahmer. <laughs> and just get a little bit bigger, get a little bit tougher to, to take the Premier League because it's, it's tougher league than uh, La Liga was. Mm -hmm. So we need some time sure. to get in. We need Podans back and Neto. We, we miss them. We really miss them. You definitely miss Neto. I miss Neto. Until <laughs> February as well. That's a big blow, that is. Yeah. And your performance rating to finish off with, mate? He just said it, eight. Eight, it was a nine, yeah, was it? eight. Yeah, sorry about that. So, again, no. very, very high performance rating. And um, are you hoping to get to Molyneux one day? Uh, it's, in a, it's in my plans. If everything goes right next year, I'm moving to England for, for at least a week. I have someone over there, one of my family members. So for at least a week, I'm moving over there. And it's they live in Brighton. So I need to get there when Wolves are playing against Brighton so I can watch a game. And when I get some more money, I will go out to the Molyneux once, at least Aww, once in my life. Amazing. And and Almas, if you want to be part of the international fan community that I have, because I've got fans from all over the world that send in me uh, WhatsApp reactions after the game, we haven't got Hungary represented. So uh, drop us an email. You get the email off the About page, and I'll tell you how you can get involved with that. But thanks very much for making right. your debut, and you're welcome on Extra Time again in Thank the future. You. I can send you my email on uh, Instagram. Oh yeah, do that. Well, just well, Sorry. just drop me the uh, just message me on Instagram, and I'll tell you how you can get right. involved because uh, we haven't got a, a Hungary represented on the international fan uh, reaction, and I'll get you involved with that if you're interested. All right, I'll try my best. <laughs> All right, mate, brilliant. Catch you Thank later. You very much. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye. There we go, and that is Almos making his his, his day debut tonight, and. It looks as if we haven't got Mark. So the last caller uh, that we're going to haunt to finish the uh, the thing at uh, to today's show before we did the draw for the Wolf shirt, Amy, is thank you so much for waiting patiently today, Andy. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Good, Good. spirits. How are you Good. too? Yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm positive. Same old story, isn't it? Can't score. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lot of positives though. We've obviously been through quite a lot of them um, today, so it was um, it was po positive. Good to be back to Molyneux. So you can't. It's been a good day overall. Just a bit disappointing with the result. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I was uh, quite chuffed about it today, actually, even though we did lose. Uh, and the thing is, it's like that penalty has made all the difference to how we all feel at the end, don't we? I mean, and that penalty, no, that weren't a penalty. I mean, I know I weren't at the game, right? But I watched on the uh, one of the channels that I have. And uh, when you showed you the replay and you see the slow motion replay from the other angle, um, you could see 
uh, what's his name? Delhi, isn't it? Delhi. Delhi Alley. Yeah. You see, is as he was, he kicked the ball just a bit past the goalkeeper, and instead of carrying on to the ball, he he shoved sideways towards the goalkeeper to go over. I mean, he could have carried on towards. If you see it in slow you can see it. And he, he basically, I think he cheated there and he got a penalty for it. And that changed mm. our, the outcome of the game. Just that one goal. If it had been nil-nil, we'd have been totally thinking, oh, what a great game today. Oh, it's a pity we only got one point. But Well, it was so early on as well. It changes the yeah. game, doesn't it, when it was that early. It was within the first 10 minutes. So, you know, you, you I mean, I don't think Wolves were playing negatively. I think they were played very positive, actually, after it. Yeah. But it changes the way that Spurs were, you know, they just went defensive, didn't they? And maybe if... It hadn't been, then they might have gone for it, which then opens things up a little bit more. So, it's you know results conceding that early does change, and you know we joked about it last year is that we can't score in the first half, and we can't <laughs> definitely can't score in the first Still can't half. Can't score in the first half. Conceding we can't first. Can't score in the yeah, second game. half. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, you sort of, uh, you know, after they scored that, I thought to myself, oh, no, don't go back to what we had last season. But it weren't like that. It weren't like that at all. Bit of rotten luck, really. And we played so well today. Uh, you can see what's coming. I think we're going to do a lot better this season. Definitely. Let's hope so. Well, I am very, very positive, um, to be honest. I'm very, very positive. And I'm also very nervous because we've got nine days of the transfer window. Two, twofold. One... Who are we going to bring in? I know that they're working on behind the scenes. I know that they're working on a centre-back. A um, little bit of stuff that they're working on. I know it's difficult because no one wants to sell their best players, including us. But the other thing is, I don't want us to sell Neves or uh, Triores. I think I've said this. I think it's more important than ever because it's so late in the window. If we're going to let them go, it should have been early. Now, if we, I'm just it, it concerns me. So, if we can come out of this transfer window with the side that we've got now and two or three extra additions in like centre, an extra centre-back and maybe another midfielder and a, and a striker or a forward player. I think if you look at the team that we'll have this year, I think someone said, um, it was Matt last week from Germany that said, look at the team we had last year and look at the team we've got now. We roll back and stuff. I know we've got Neto out and we finished 30th. This is a better team than last year already. So if we can get back, you know, keep what we've got, add two or three players and they hold their nerve and then we can get the players back from injury. I think we've got a really, really good team and a good squad that are looking like we're going to be playing exciting attacking football and the goals eventually will come. And if we play other teams, I think we will. Uh, take them to task. I mean, we, were, we we never won by many under Nuno, but I could see us putting four or five past someone the way we've been playing the last two games that I've seen. You took the yeah. words out of my mouth then. <laughs> I was going to say that. You know, there's some teams we're going to play in this league and we're going to batter them. We're just going to batter them. I guarantee yeah. it. This season, definitely. This season. Last season, no, I couldn't see Didn't it. Didn't batter anyone last season. <laughs> Not battered anyone. I don't think we had battered anyone under Nuno, really. There was never really that much high scoring, was there? It was just no. obviously defended really well. So this, this uh, yeah, this new manager, he seems to be the. I, I think, yeah, I, I like Nuno. I really did. I, it was sad to see him go, but he was all defensive. And we need I'll tell, tell you what, Andy, if you watch obviously a lot of the channel and Amy, you, the Chris, who's. Uh, 
from Norway, the IFR, and he often gets the tank card out. Chris always tells it exactly how it is. You, he, there's no airs and graces with Chris. If he ain't happy, he says it if he is happy. And like he came on earlier and he's glowing. And, um, yeah. you know, Chris is quite, can be quite critical at times, but like he's really glowing about the football and very, very positive. And I think that's kind of summed up, as you've said it, I think most of the callers tonight have summed up exactly that, yeah, we lost, but we can see something. There's yeah. something there that wasn't yeah. there. And, yeah. I find it quite exciting and I do feel quite positive. And yeah. it, I, I think it all hinges on the next nine days of what happens in the, the transfer window. And I do I do really think they've got to hold their nerve and basically bat away the advantages and get past that deadline day and keep what we've got. Because if we do, and we've, we've added, I can see us having a very, very good season. I can see us, you know, going and winning a cup this year. Based off yeah. that, we could beat anyone yeah. on our day playing like that. Definitely. And we can beat Man City playing like that because, yeah. you know, we can if we can put the ball in the net and it will come, I'm sure I mean, of it. We just, yeah. we just played two teams that are really like top of the game, aren't they? Two top teams there, they are, you know. And we've only lost by one goal. I mean, you know, what a great start to the season. I know it sounds mad saying that. Great start to the season. We didn't win. No but, points, yeah. But... You know, last season would have been four 0 down or something, but yeah, no, no, it's, I'm I'm quite positive, even though we lost today. I think it's going to come, and when it does, we're going to bat, we're going to batter a few as well. I think you know, the crowd's going to have some good times this season. If we'd have lost one nil, um, and we hadn't been creating any chances, and I'd be worried, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that we are creating the chances, we're on the offence the goals are going to follow eventually. So that's why I'm quite positive. If we weren't creating the chances and we'd lost 1-0 Dower and whatever, and we created next to nothing, I'd be worried. But because of how we've been playing, and the defence have done quite well, um, as although we need to strengthen, you know, the, we've only let one goal. It was a mistake. We got punished. I thought Jose Sarr uh, did quite well, other than like what yeah. Amy he rushed out a little bit for the penalty, but he, he, he did look quite commanding. He, he comes out, Rui Trenton to stay very much in his six-yard box. Uh, I didn't come out to put things, whereas he seems to come out more and yeah. command his area, so that's positive. Um, for, to finish off with me and Amy then, um, mate, your man of the match and your performance rating? Oh, man of the match. Uh, it's got to be Traore. It's just got to be. Um he, he was really, he really went for it today, like a, a new man. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I really, I was quite pleased. I know he missed that again. He missed his opportunity to score again, but that, that'll come. But he, he's, he was all over the place, and they could, they just couldn't get him, could they? Unless they fouled him. No. And uh, what a player! I don't want to lose him. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, and you'll rate him. Oh, now then, it's gonna be. I would say nine. I'm going to go with eight. Eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. I probably would have said nine if they'd have won. Or oh, ten. Yeah. I'd have <laughs> I, said ten, maybe. <laughs> I, I should have rubbed the ducks, Dave. I've got them up here. <laughs> rub, the lucky, rub the lucky ducks. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Well, it's great, uh, to, ha- yeah. great oh, to have quite... you on again, anyway. Yeah, thank you. Um, I say I'm quite positive today, even though we lost. Good. I am quite positive. Lovely. That's, That's what we like. like to hear. <laughs> Thank you Brilliant. very much. Thank you. Yeah, nice one. Bye. See ya. 
And that brings us on almost to the end of the show. We have, um, a, we're going to make the draw in a second. Let me just change my uh, overlay with me and Amy. Amy, I'm, I'm giving it to Triori today as well, is what I gave. So it was interesting. The, the last match, it was very much Kilman all the way. Um, and today it's been a bit of a mixed bag. I think Triori's probably come out on top. Um, I think he did get the official man of the match as well. On a... Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. On Sky Sports. Absolutely. And um, I'm gonna. I've got Amy. I've got a draw to do because I've run a competition, which you might yes. have seen. I did see. All, I did all enter because this... I thought that might be a bit like unfair. No, it's not fair. I've got a lot of entries on here, and I've got how many Amy, entries have you got? I've yeah, I've, over two hundred. Well, over two hundred, and I've got a random generator. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is a practice. This is not. This is not the official one. I'm going to just shake. This is the numbers. So what will happen is I'll shake it and it comes up with a number, right, um, on okay. there. So I'm going to shake it. It comes up with a number. So the next one that I'm going to do. Is the winner. Is the winner. So the, this is the next one. So I'm going to close the app, open the app again. And this is going to be, it's at, it's at zero. So I'm going to shake it. And it's, it's numbered. And the next number that comes up after my shake is going to be the, the winner. winner of the wolf shirt home and away. So here we go. It's quite good. Could you shake it? It's number 200. 200. So number 200 is... It comes back on this side. The winner is... Henry Parker, if I can show everyone that, it's number 200. The winner is Henry Parker. You can see there, he's number number 200. Lovely. Well done, Henry. Henry Parker is the winner. So get in touch and I will buy you personally a home or away wolf shirt. Thank you to everyone that's entered. And also, there will be more competitions that I'll be running for some exciting prizes. So please say subscribe, follow uh, us on Instagram, Dazzling Dave, or on TikTok the same way. Amy, uh, if you want to give your socials out before we finish. I'm just on Instagram, Amy Hads, but I'm really bad at replying to messages. So apologies. If You're I better don't. on Instagram than WhatsApp. Though. I'm not. I'm better on WhatsApp. I'm better on WhatsApp. I'm just very bad on my phone. So, um, but yeah, but hopefully see... Um, some of you at the matches i'll be at forest on tuesday if anyone is at forest on tuesday so and um, also we yeah. see you there as well yeah definitely fantastic thanks to everyone that's in, uh, got involved with tonight's show uh, much appreciated if you've been watching this on youtube please uh give it the thumbs up uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel and leave a comment below if you on, on what we've talked about tonight check out my match reaction uh, there will be a full match day experience vlog that will be out tomorrow and of course if you're uh, watching this back or you're listening to it on always wolves as well whilst you're driving around wherever you are in the world from me and amy we do wish you and your family all the best and uh, again it's been a it's been a positive show tonight we like the positive don't we amy last year yes. was a lot of negative but yes. uh, amy especially yes. likes the positive and uh, for myself and amy always wolves Oh,
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.